hello hello hi welcome back welcome back to abo the podcast that's the second time i do that is that gonna be a habit singing in the intro yeah <laughs> i don't know you've been in a singing mood i have been it hasn't gone away my stingy mood is still here yeah Mm-hmm. So... hasn't gone away that's good i mean it's good right yeah that's a that's a happy thing happy mood yes it's a happy mood when I'm at home, mm. but not when I have to be <laughs> out and doing things. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Sound Peter, effects. Sound effects brought to you by Peter the puppy, who is napping on my lap. Let's see how this goes today, because all my dogs... All three dogs are in here. They're all sleeping right now, but they're all in the room, which we normally put them outside in the living room. Mm-hmm. But today... So what you might hear today is Wendy snoring. Because she's a pig. She's not a beagle. She's a pig. Yeah. My mom, every time I'm on the phone with mom and Wendy's nearby, Mm -hmm. and she can be wide awake and she's still snorting like a pig. It's how she breathes. It's how she breathes. Yeah, it's actually... She sounds like a pig. Yep. And my mom's like, I swear you got a pig, not a dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I call her out of my love, the term of endearment. I call her La Gorda, <laughs> <laughs> which means is which means my fat girl. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Peter on your lap. I have Peter napping on my lap, my little Yorkie, and my little pom pom. Next to my feet. Yep. They're all just chilling out in here. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so how's your week been? I'm on spring break. So oh, it's been great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody texted me today and they were like, what did you do today? And I was like, I got to sleep. Yes. And I watched Grey's Anatomy. Hello. That's all I did today. That is awesome. Yeah. But I do have stuff planned for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. So today was really my, my only off day. Oh. Yeah. Is it fun stuff at least? Yeah, like tomorrow we're going to go to Ikea. That's always fun. Yeah. For many people, it is an anxiety attack waiting to happen. For me, for Tiffany, it's a fun day trip. Mm-hmm. I already have my shopping list ready. <laughs> That's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. And then I might actually go to work on Wednesday. Why? Because I have to finish inventory. Oh. But no one's going to be there, so maybe I can get it done. Maybe you can. Yeah. And, and then you can Thursday. Go on your leggings. Yeah. Thursday and Friday, I'll be at the rodeo. Fun. Guess what I'm doing this weekend? Where are you going? I. Not that you're doing. Where are you going? Okay. So on Friday night, mm-hmm. we got some bomb ass tickets to see the Rockets. Ooh. Um, we're not very big sports people mm-hmm. in general. Who are they? Oh, I was about to ask you who are they playing? After you said that sentence. What? Who are they playing? The Suns. Oh, that's yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. I know that. You know that. I know you know that. I know sports. <laughs> I think you know Arizona. Well, no, I know sports. She does. She does. She does. She knows more sports, much more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't watch sports, but if I, if I am going to watch it, I'd rather see it live and in person because it's a lot more entertaining Yeah. to me. And thanks to... Uh, one of my good friends and clients that mm-hmm. I got some really good seats um, almost courtside to the Rockets game mm-hmm. 
Ooh. Executive parking. Fancy. Girl. I got to get me some like like a Rockets t-shirt or something because I have zero paraphernalia. But these tickets are thanks to a number one fan. I mean, Mm -hmm. she lives and breathes Rockets all the time. So she was gracious enough to give us her tickets this Friday because she couldn't go. That's so nice. I know. And then the next morning, uh, Mark and I get up early and we go to San Antonio for Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. And Monday and Tuesday we'll be in the Texas Hill Country in Fredericksburg. My mom was just there. It is beautiful there. I think I'm going to have a retirement home up in the hill country. Might see my mom around there. I can't decide whether I want to retire up there or by the beach. But maybe by that time, I'll be rich enough and I'll have both. Yeah. I won't have to pick. Yay. Options are always fun. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing this weekend and it's for our anniversary. So I'm excited. How cute. We're cute. We're, we we cute. We cute like that. You cute. You cute. And you this weekend are babysitting my baby. I will be enjoying the last <laughs> seconds and minutes of my spring break. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out. Yes. With all the fur children. Yeah. On my giant 8 by 8 beanbag. Yes, which is super comfortable. Dude, that beanbag is legit. You know, I thought I was going to go sleep in the bed. Last time I was here, mm-hmm. I stayed in that beanbag. That thing just conforms to your body, yeah. and you just don't move. Oh. It's the greatest purchase mm-hmm. we've ever made. You know, we were in, we were looking. It replaced your couch, too. It literally replaced our couch. We were looking and looking and looking for a couch. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find one that we liked or that was to our liking. and But we so happened upon this giant beanbag that's eight feet by eight feet and when fluffed up it's three feet tall mm-hmm. it's humongous yeah and we got it and that's been our couch since we got it and it's been fantastic replaced our couch and now i'm thinking wow i don't have to have a real couch maybe i can decorate this house the way i want to <laughs> and have movie posters in my foyer <laughs> You could. This is your house. This is my house. Yeah. I'm going to have movie Just posters. make it a big movie theater. In my foyer, I'm going to have a life science Boris Karloff, Frankenstein in my Photo up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. You need this to have gonna be a popcorn central. machine. Yes. An icy machine. Hello. All of the things. Somebody call Crips. <laughs> <laughs> So today, this episode is a special episode of A Bit of Everything. It's a less serious one. It's a less serious one. But still kind of scary. But scary. Today's episode is all about the scary stories. Scary story. As you're wearing your wonderful slippers. Yes, I am dressed for the occasion. I have my Monster Claw mm-hmm. house slippers on that are way too big for my feet that make me have to walk like a duck almost. <laughs> that have actual claws. They have silver Glitter claws. Glitter claws, by the way. Glittery silver claws. Yes. They are fantastic. But oh yes, I'm dressed for the occasion. 
lights and this is perfect setting because yeah, we... my office is a lot of horror paraphernalia because scary is my jam scary is emmy's aesthetic very much so and so today's episode is gonna be fun 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 and of course mm-hmm. as always after we you know tell our scary stories we want to hear all about your scary stories yes because the more the scarier get it the more the merrier the more the scarier (laughs) i am my own biggest fan i apologize so here's the first installment Uh of our scary stories yes you ready Mm -hmm. go for it so this scary story begins at Alamo Thrift Shop in Pasadena. Oh. Texas, not mm-hmm. California. I love going thrift shopping. Mm-hmm. I love finding antiques and dusting them Which off. you have several stories about that, too. I have several stories about my <laughs> antiques that I decide to bring home. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular one, um, I was at Alamo Thrift Shop. And I came upon a set of Lincoln Ware avocado green canisters that are labeled uh, flour, sugar, tea, that sort of thing. I found the whole set for $10, okay? So mm-hmm. I was like, cha-ching, perfect. I look online and a set in that condition is worth like $90, I was like, they're really pretty. They're really pretty, and I love them so much. They're still in my kitchen. Yeah. So I bring them home, and we know everything's normal, everything's chill. But one evening, my brother-in-law and my sister are in my living room, and they're staying the night. This is when we lived in our little, you know, 700-foot apartment, mm-hmm. Which, square foot apartment. This story, she failed to tell me. <laughs> so she this is going to be... She didn't, <laughs> you didn't tell me this story until after the fact that all of this happened. <laughs> and I was in that house when <laughs> stuff was happening. Yes, you were. I didn't tell a lot of people because I didn't know. I don't know who <laughs> believes in this stuff or someone's going to look at me like this, this girl's crazy, <laughs> which I am. <laughs> but anyway, OK, so my ex-brother-in-law actually and my sister are in my living room they're Mm -hmm. spending the night and we're already in bed it's already nighttime and the canisters are in my kitchen and on top of my fridge there is a frame and it's a picture of mark and i at our wedding Mm -hmm. well we're in bed and we just hear something crash to the floor and so i get up and i go to the living room and my brother-in-law is like, that wasn't us. We didn't touch it. And I look over to the kitchen and my frame of Mark and I's picture is on the floor and it's cracked. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's weird. That's odd. Mm-hmm. Well, that was like the first of many incidents since then. They have stopped because I'll, I'll get to that. Well, we moved from that small apartment over to a larger apartment in the same um, complex. In, in, in the same complex, mm-hmm. and I start seeing things like you know just passing in your peripherals, 
And I see things like that all the time and I don't pay attention to it anymore. Mm -hmm. I just, whatever, I leave it alone. And one day, uh, Mark is playing games in the game room. He has his headphones on. He's crouched over his keyboard and he's wrapped up in a blanket. Like he usually is. Like he usually is. And he's playing something, Mm -hmm. right? And so I go to the bathroom and I'm sitting down and I hear the doorknob start wiggling. And I'm thinking, Mark's messing with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, leave me alone. And again, it starts going. Chicka, 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 chicka. And the doorknob. And I'm like, oh my God, would you leave me alone? <laughs> like, this is my potty time. Yeah. <laughs> like, leave me alone. Well, again, it starts going and getting harder. And I'm like, oh. And I was so frustrated because I was like, you know, in the middle of going to the bathroom so then mark's not answering and i'm thinking i'm just gonna scare this guy so then i get up and i open the door really fast and nobody's there Mm. well my little heart starts just pounding (laughs) pounding 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 and i run over to the game room Mm -hmm. and mark is in the same exact position that i left him in and there is no way that it could have been Mark because he would have had to run from the bathroom to the game room and put the headphones on and wrap himself in the blanket again. Yeah. In like two seconds. It was not Mark. And mm. there's nobody else in the house. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, okay, it's okay. Don't pay attention to it because if you don't pay attention to it, you don't give it any, you know, moment of your thought. Mm-hmm. It's not going to freak you out. So I leave it alone. And maybe about a day or so, maybe a week later, um, I'm sitting in the living room and out of my peripherals again, I see something move. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I really see something in this apartment. And I look over really fast to the kitchen and there's a little boy sitting on my stove. No. Quick glance. I can tell you what he looks like. No. He's a little boy. He has... You know, the little bowl cut. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he had the long, longer bang. You know, shaggy-ish. He has a blue turtleneck with blue jeans on that are kind of belt. And a little rainbow belt. And white sneakers. And they're tied up. And he's sitting on my stove. Mm -mm. And it happened in a matter of a second. Like, I saw him and then I just, like, blink and it's it's not there anymore. Was he smiling? He wasn't making any kind of face. He was just there. Like, mm-hmm. he was just observing. Yeah. And then I left it alone. I was like, I, okay, okay. You gotta just, like I said, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, then I'm doing laundry maybe a little while after that incident. And I'm doing laundry. And wait, and I'm getting ahead of myself. Because at one point, I, uh, my little brother comes over and I'm watching him. After, like days or weeks after? A, a few weeks after this. Okay. Um, my little brother comes over so I can watch him. Mm-hmm. Let my mom, my parents go on a little date or whatever. Um, and Caleb is around and he's playing and he's jumping around, you know, playing his games, watching TV. How old was he when? Um, Caleb had to have been probably about four Okay. Five, maybe, when this happened. I would say about five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's playing in the house, in the, in the apartment, and 
I'm in the kitchen. Caleb's in the living room watching TV. He has a toy in his hand. And I look in my living room, and the little boy was peeking his head from behind my recliners. Oh, my goodness. It's like, I feel like he saw another little boy, and mm-hmm. he got excited. Yeah. Like, he wanted to play, too. Yeah. You know? And But I didn't say anything, of course, because Caleb is right there. Mm-hmm. And maybe a few weeks after that, um, Caleb comes over again, and again, that little boy appears and this time I see him peeking from around my island in the kitchen. Mm. And I'm like, okay, you, whatever you do, do not jump out at me. Mm-hmm. Do not scare me because you will be gone in a second. Yeah. Well, he did. Oh, no. He started jumping out at me. And, you know, before the sightings and the little incidents were like, few weeks in between you know i had some time to like mentally recover from seeing this kid (laughs) yeah and um and it started off as a non-visual thing like knocking things off the fridge and the doorknob thing to me seeing him and i just felt like it was gonna progress from there i get shaky when i talk about it because it's just so freaky to me like to, to this day i just I look at those canners, those canisters, and I wonder if that's really it. The only reason why I think that it's the canisters is because of the way the boys dressed. Mm. Those canisters are from 1970 something, mm-hmm. and the boys dressed in 70s wear. And that's the only reason why I really think mm-hmm. it's around that time. Well, um, after you know him, you know, starting to pop out at me, he starts. Uh, really popping out and like really like doing things like I'm just sitting at the at the computer and he would stick his hand in front of my face while I'm working so I would literally see a hand just like swoop in front of me and like move away and it would make me scream because it scared it scared me yeah and um he would do that he would do the doorknob thing again Mm -hmm. he did that a couple of more times where he, I would be in, an, in a room and I'd hear the doorknob. The last, the last one that, where he got me was when I was doing laundry in the laundry room. Mm-hmm. I was folding my towels and he stuck his whole hand in front of my face while I was putting a towel down on the dryer, and I can I, and I heard it. It just goes like right on top of my towels. Like I saw him and I heard it. Mm-hmm. And I screamed and I jumped back and I was like, that's it. That is it. We are done. Mm-hmm. I was like, you need to go home. You need to go to the light. If there's one there, you need to find it and you need to go. You are not welcome here anymore. You cannot scare me anymore. You need to go away. I don't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. And after that, I saw him one time and that was it. That's crazy. And that is the story of the boy. The boy. The boy. Mm-hmm. Jeez. And I'm still not, to this day, completely sure if mm-hmm. it was tied to the canisters or tied to the apartment. Mm. You know? But if he was in the one before. Yeah, because that happened right before we left that apartment. And we yeah. had just gotten those canisters. So I keep tying it back to that because, like I said, because of the way he was dressed. Yeah. But thankfully, I really haven't had anything 
like that uh, like him or him pop out at me since Mm -hmm. oh man that's a scary one yep and that's all the time (laughs) and we're done i'll see you next week (laughs) (laughs) um when oh he's dreaming dreaming. get him peter get him he woke up all the other dogs (laughs) (laughs) it's okay it's only scary stories it's not real life Okay. Hello, good morning. Sorry, didn't mean to wake you up, Peter. Okay. Um, so when I was younger, I don't know if I was like four or five, Mm -hmm. around that age, I was under ten years old. We lived in this house where it was a couple, maybe like five or more houses down the street from Grandma's house. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was always. For some reason, it was always me and my mom seeing things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but there was several times where I saw a guy walking around the house. Ew. Ew. He was, like, tall, mm-hmm. dark. I don't remember what he was wearing, but I just remember that I was, like, kind of dark shadowy. But you can still kind of see that it was a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things. I don't remember, like, full stories. But my mom probably knows more. Ooh. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, she has stories. <laughs> we need to bring her on and get the full story on that one. Yeah, we'll have to ask her for that. Um, When I was younger, well, again, when I was younger, mm-hmm. we had friends in Inglewood. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were visiting them one time. And so they lived in a corner apartment that was all the way at the end of the apartment complex and it was like a kind of like a block thing mm-hmm. where there was like apartments in front of each other it was just like a long block of apartments well we were at our friend's apartment and all of the adults came in and they all said hi to each other and i looked at my mom and i was like why didn't anyone say hi to the last guy and my mom was like what are you talking about oh god and I was like the guy that's right behind the last guy like there's someone else uh-huh. and she goes no, there's not. I was like, Mom, there's another guy. Like, no one said hi to him. <laughs> I was like, why didn't anyone say hi? And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we don't see anybody. Well, a couple of minutes later, we were all outside playing. We, at the time, like, we had, like, those motorized trucks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we were going down the block of the apartments to the front of the apartments where the street was. Mm-hmm. And when we were, like in the middle of the apartments you heard shootings so there was a drive-by at the time and all i remember is that my parents were like they all all of the parents ran to us to make sure that we were okay yeah and then our friend who lived there like he went further down to go see what was happening Mm -hmm. and it turned out to be that the last friend that i saw Mm -hmm. was somebody's shadow Ew. Because that guy got shot and he had like ended up dying. So I basically saw his shadow. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, do you ever like sit back and think, like, did you really see that? And you were like, you're trying to. The funny thing is, I don't like remember it, uh-huh. but it's one of those stories that my parents always tell. Mm-hmm. When we're kids, especially 
we're more open and susceptible yeah. to those things and we see more things mm-hmm. and i don't think i don't know if it's just a hispanic culture thing but we tend to be a little more superstitious mm-hmm. you know and i don't know if that leaves us open to those kinds of visions or seeing things but my mom tells me that i said stuff like that too yeah one time i told her i was in a stroller and i kept looking up in the sky and i kept pointing and pointing and my mom was like what are you looking at well who, who are you laughing at <laughs> and she was and she said that i told her that i was saying hi to the angels the angels were saying hi to me oh my goodness can you imagine like just seeing your laugh your yeah. child laughing at the sky yeah yeah mm. and she said i always said i was like like a little a, l- a little weirdo like that <laughs> you still are definitely then nothing has changed <laughs> i remember um when i was 12 mm-hmm. or maybe in high school mm-hmm. it was like my teenager years yeah we had like a kids lock-in for the kids ministry and i was serving at the time mm-hmm. and it was basically a sleepover for all the children but in the church and at the time we had daycare so like there was many rooms that people could stay at yeah so of course all of the leaders like we all stayed up and we were (laughs) now that i think about it we were so dumb we were playing hide and seek in the sanctuary like in the dark (laughs) (laughs) that's like one of the the last places you want to be playing hide and seek in Oh my goodness. Oh man. We were playing hide and seek. And the creepy part was a couple weeks ago they had dinner funeral in there. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the guys were like joking that you can right. see the guy, whatever, because he was a part of our choir. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we went out to the parking lot to watch the sunrise. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're all sitting in the steps. And I was sitting next to my best friend at the time. And we were all just chatting, and then we see a bus go by, like the city bus, because there was a stop right in front of our church. And so the bus goes by, and we notice this woman Mm -hmm. walking into the parking lot towards the church. Oh. Mind you, she was wearing all white. Like, she had a white blazer, a white skirt, a white purse, and white shoes. But only... Was it after Labor Day? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But only two of us saw her. And that lady walked from the parking lot Mm -hmm. all the way to the church and walked behind the church. Like, she went around. Uh And the whole time we were trying to get people to, like, see her. We're like, she's walking right there. Like, how do you not see her? Nobody saw her except for two people. Oh. It was the creepiest thing. That's crazy. Because that same night, mm-hmm. so our, the children's pastor was sleeping with the girls mm-hmm. in the room. And she says that when they were sleeping, they had the light off. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously. So she says that she was laying on her side and she felt like somebody tap her. Mm-hmm. And so she woke up and she's like, what's wrong? Like, what do you need? And they didn't say anything. So yeah. they just kept on tapping her. And so she was right next to one of those, like, little lambs. She turned it on because she was like, what's wrong? Like, why don't you answer me? Mm-hmm. 
and she just said they just kept tapping and tapping and so when she turned to turn on the light she turned around to see like who it was and there was nobody there cool yeah it happened like that same night that we saw a lady oh man so that was a fun summer (laughs) (laughs) no that's so creepy and i think those are the most to me those are the most unsettling ones Mm -hmm. is uh when they touch you oh because and i know people probably hear this and think she's off a rocker (laughs) but um i do i do feel things touch me every once in a while and you know when it's just a muscle spasm Mm -hmm. and you know when it's something touching you yeah it's different it's not a muscle spasm. For instance, this one is the more recent one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with, I won't say who I was with, but um, I had one foot in a room and another foot in another room, like in between hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, this person was handing me a cup of coffee and I had my... Um, um, well, so I was taking the cup of coffee from them, mm-hmm. and at the same time, I feel on my other arm somebody literally like grab my arm and squeeze it. Oh my goodness! And then that part of my arm got really, really hot, mm-hmm. really fast, and I, I, I shook my coffee a little bit, it spilled my hand. But I, I like to turn my head really fast to see who grabbed me because Mark is in the other room. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking Mark grabbed me because it literally, it literally felt the heat of somebody's hand touch your bare skin. Yeah, that's what I felt, and it squit and it squeezed my arm, and uh, I looked over at Mark like really fast because it startled me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there looking at Mark, and he's looking at me, and he saw <laughs> he sees my eyes, and he knows I felt something. Yeah. Well, then I take my coffee and I'm like, okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> shut my, shut the door. And, um, we leave the hotel room and as we're walking to our destination, I'm telling Mark mm-hmm. something in that room grabbed me and it scared me cause it squeezed my arm and my yeah. arm got really hot. And, um, he told me, he goes, it's funny you say that because in the next room, I looked in the next room and there was a dark figure walking behind. No behind whoever was handing you the coffee and i was just like no so you knew (laughs) that's a wendy's input on this story (laughs) so yes i i those are the most unsettling ones to me is when i'm being touched because I don't like it touching me. You can be over there. You can pop out at me all you See, want. But don't touch me. Thankfully, I've just seen things. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. <laughs> the most okay. I've done is just sleepwalk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My mom has stories about those, too. <laughs> the sleepwalking? Oh, it was bad. Really? It was really bad for me to be sleepwalking. To the point where she had to put a door chime. Like, one of those wind chimes mm-hmm. that go outside. She had to put it at the door. Because there was, I don't know if there were several, but I know there was one time where I went out the door and I went and I sat on the curb of the street. Oh my God. And my mom found me there. That, the medical name for sleepwalking, do you know what it is? No. It's called sonambulism. And I learned a lot about it. And guess which book? The Exorcist. Oh my God. They talk a lot about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I would like sleepwalk to the bathroom. I would take off my clothes and turn on the shower. And just stand there? Or? And yeah, and my mom would find me because, I mean, it was in the middle of the night. Yeah. Who would be showering? That's crazy. Yeah, it was bad. Thankfully, now I just sleep tack, but. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay to see that. To me, sleepwalk or to you, talk, sleep talk? Talk. Oh. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I yell sometimes. Oh, gosh. There was one time where we went to, we went on a snow trip to mm-hmm. Scottsdale, mm-hmm. or was it? We went somewhere in Arizona, and it was at the time where there was a little girl missing, mm-hmm. and uh, I wish I could remember the little girl's name. There was a little girl missing, and it was like this huge ambler, and everybody was looking for her. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the last thing I had read before going to sleep. Yeah. So my mom says that I was yelling, they found her, they found her. Oh, God. So imagine in the middle of the night just hearing that. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I still sleep talk. Not so much like full on mm-hmm. conversations. I do say a couple things. Someone said I laughed in my sleep. That's. <laughs> that would send chills down my spine. That send that's sending chills down my spine. I don't remember who it was, but somebody said that I laugh in my sleep. Huh. I wish I could remember who it was. Oh man! If it was you, please tell me. Please. But yeah, I still sleep talk. When I was a kid, we had some friends that we were allowed to sleep over with, mm-hmm. and she's a sleep talker. And I remember I I it was hot in their house. They always had it so hot. Mm-hmm. And I remember sleeping or laying down next to her, and we were in bed, and we're you know supposed to be sleeping, but it's hot. And she just sits bolt like bolt oh, upright. No. She goes boom, upright. She turns her head, no. looks at me, and she goes elevator. <laughs> goes back to sleep. And I'm like. No, me. <laughs> the good thing is that my mom wasn't too far away, so she could have kind of come and got me. Oh my goodness! But oh my god, girl, I had never experienced sleep talking before then. Really? Which is surprising. So that I, was your first experience with sleep talking. Oh, you poor thing. Can you imagine? Elevator. Just. Uh huh. Elevator. Just elevator. I don't know what that's about. But Mark says I I. Um, like moan and grumble a little bit mm-hmm. but when I'm really stressed out mm-hmm. when I'm super stressed out and I'm going to sleep that I just kind of hum yeah. a little bit but it has to be pretty bad see it. if I'm like super tired I'll snore mm-hmm. but that's about it that's scary <laughs> <laughs> I come from a family of snores yeah I don't think Mark and I are really big snores we have to be really really yeah. tired or to, sick. Yeah. Or sick. We can't breathe mm-hmm. to be snoring because, um, and I know we don't snore because when we got Wendy, my beagle, bless you, Tink, when we got Wendy, my beagle, who does snore like a human being. Yes, absolutely. She was uh, sleeping in our room when we first got her. She was still a puppy puppy. And I just remember like not being able to get to sleep because of her snoring. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this kid literally snores Mm -hmm. like a human. That's how my parents are. Like, my dad has to go to sleep before my mom does because my mom snores really bad. Everybody knows. Well, (laughs) no, and she lets everybody know. She's like, just so you know. When 
we used to go camping a lot at the Grand Canyon. That was one of the things that, because we would go in groups, Mm -hmm. and she would always tell them, it's not a bear, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's how bad it was. (laughs) But she got that from her dad, because my grandpa was the same way. Yeah. He had a two-story house. We could always hear him when he was sleeping, because he would be snoring upstairs. Meanwhile, we're downstairs playing games. (laughs) One time... I was at my Nana and Grandpa's house mm-hmm. when my cousin Robbie lived there. Lived there, mm-hmm. and um, it was in the middle of the night. And I was in I was in his room, and we were supposed to be sleeping. I just start hearing like this growling, Mm-mm. and I'm like, "Oh God, what is that? <laughs> what is it?" And Robbie's already sleeping. Robbie's knocked out, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh God, I don't know what that is." And it sounded like. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do the sound. It sounded like a. What? Like that. And I was like, what? What is that? That is scary. And so I like get out of bed mm-hmm. and I'm like tiptoeing to the lit to the door. You went to go investigate? Mm hmm. I'm crazy. Um, so I, I like tiptoeing and I'm like opening the door and it's getting louder. Mm-hmm. And at one point I open, I open the door and I like look, look down the hallway and Robbie just goes, go back to bed at me. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> scream. And he's like, it's just grandpa. He's snoring. Oh my God. That's so weird. Girl, I was, I got so scared. I thought there was like, That's I don't a know, weird sound. some kind of grumbly monster living down the hall. <laughs> it's just grandpa. It's just grandpa snoring. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was a weird noise. It totally weird noise. So, to my next scary story. It's not supposed to be scary, but it scared me. Mm-hmm. Later on, it comforted me. Hmm because so this was shortly after my grandmother passed away so shortly after nana passed away Mm -hmm. and uh i was in my living room and i had already had a few experiences where i felt like either her or something was you know communicating with me Mm -hmm. um the night before this happened i was in bed and so I'm sleeping, and I'm sleeping on my arm, right? So my arm, I'm sleeping on my on my left arm, and my mm-hmm. arm's extended out with my palm up. And in my dream, or in, you know, in my head, I'm you know I'm sleeping, but I hear my nana say, "Call me," just like in her voice, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at that very moment, I felt something fall in my hand, and it woke me up. And I look, and my phone that was sitting on the windowsill is in my hand Mm. and i'm like oh man Mm. oh man here we go so then the next day mark is out he's uh working or at the card shop or something Mm -hmm. and i'm sitting in the living room and um i'm reading a book about um like inviting angels to live in your home um, and because of all the experiences I've had and, you know, my ability to feel, yeah, um, I would thought, you know, I've never done that before. I've never, you know, openly invited angels into my home before. 
um, considering everything that I experience. Yeah. I think that would be a good idea. Yeah. And so I am sitting in on the couch and I'm reading about this and I'm like, okay. So then I start asking angels in, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, angels, uh, just come be in my house, be around my house, be at every window, be at every door. You're welcome here. And I did this whole little, like, almost like a prayer thing, mm-hmm. just inviting them in. Yeah. And two seconds later, my aunt sends me a uh, one of those little prayer link things on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it's a picture of a guardian angel. Mm. As soon as I say angels are welcome in my home, she sends me a picture of an angel. Wow. And I'm like, and it says, this is your guardian angel. Pass it on to whoever you want to pass it on to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. That's a pretty cool either coincidence or literally an angel's being like, hey, okay, I'm here. Well, I go to my bedroom and I start folding laundry what is this with folding laundry and things happening laundry. i know i don't know why well and in either way when mark's not home i'm like hypersensitive to yeah. everything that's around me and so mark's not home the dogs are in the room with me and i'm folding laundry and i know mark should be home or on his way home mm-hmm. at the time and all of a sudden, I hear the garage door that goes into my living room. Oh, I the beep. Hear, I hear the door open, and I hear my alarm charm oh go off. Goodness. So, like, just the sound when somebody opens the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Mark's here. So, I hear the door open, the chime, and then someone shut the door. And I knew it happened because the dogs went crazy. And you know, when yeah. anybody gets here, the dogs go nuts. And well, they whenever ran. they hear that. Yeah, when the they hear the door, yeah. they go crazy. And they ran over there. They ran. I was like, okay, Mark's home. And I'm just continue. I do continue, you know, folding laundry. And like a few minutes pass, or like a few seconds, and I don't hear him. I don't hear anything. And I'm like, hello? I go, Marky. And I start calling for him. Mm-hmm. And nothing. And I was like, okay. So then I went to the living room, and nobody's there. I open the garage mm. door and nobody's there. And I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to say that I just invited all these angels into my house yeah. and they literally came in through the garage door. That's all I'm going to say. And yeah. I just went back to doing laundry and that was it. And the cool thing was I got to meet the lady who wrote that book about the angels. Oh cool. Yeah, I have to find it. Her name is Kathy and mm-hmm. she lives in Galveston. And uh, she owns a little store, like a little metaphysical store mm-hmm. and, um, in Galveston. And I actually got to see her and, like, talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I told her the story. Oh my and God. she gave me a hug. And she was, you know, that's so, she's like, that's so exciting. She's like, whenever, <laughs> you know, you hear someone, you know, that's interested in it, that invites them and has experiences immediate, immediately after. But, yeah, that was my angel story. Aww. So it's sweet scary but sweet yeah like a sour patch kid (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah that That was was a good one yeah spooky stories (laughs) and there are so many more so i have a feeling that every once in a while we're gonna have a spooky time corner with emmy and tiff yeah because that was just like a little 
tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. and we're just just about out of time yeah yeah well Mm -hmm. anyways yes thank you for listening thank you very much for listening and i hope you've enjoyed this spooky time corner with emmy and tiff please email us your stories i would love to hear your stories yes we're i know we're not alone we're we are not alone (laughs) i thought for a long time that i was Mm -mm. but i'm not I'm not alone in my experiences. We need to bring our moms in because I know they have stories. Too. My mom has a great, great funeral home story. Oh, no. She lived in an old funeral home. I went to a bar. That was an old funeral home? That was an old funeral home. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mark refuses to go anywhere with me that has that kind of Okay, I'm going to take him to that bar. Without telling him. Is yeah. it called Bobby Mackey's? No, okay. it's in Arizona. Oh, okay. We went for my friend's birthday. Mm-hmm. It's like really like dark. Like the seats, uh-huh. it's the church people. Oh. Like the benches and all that. Cool. Oh, it's so cool. I love places like that. Yeah. Like I would love to stay at the Emily Morgan in San Antonio. It's a haunted hotel in San Antonio. The Queen Mary. Oh. I haven't stayed there. The Queen Mary. Where's that at? In Long Beach. Okay. I haven't stayed there. Mm-hmm. I've been in it. Creepy. Mm-hmm. People have said uh, Shane Dawson stayed in there. Did he? Yes. We need to go watch the video. We do. Oh, there's so many things that we can add to this <laughs> spooky time corner. Uh, it's going to become a whole series for us. Absolutely. Because I like it. And we're going to throw in some murder. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Murder. Stories. Some crime. True life horror all of the above. What do you think? Let us know. Email us at abopodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook. Instagram yeah. at abopodcast. And you can listen to us on yep. iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Yay! Yeah. And Mark and I are working on getting cameras in here. So oh you never know. Goodness. There might be a YouTube. You might not. Have, I don't know because I like being comfortable in my PJs while I podcast. But YouTube is only shirt up. This is true. <laughs> we can be like relaxed in the bottom. Yeah. Business up top. Like, like a, a mohawk. Yep. Not a mohawk. A mullet. A mullet. <laughs> Getting my trash um, mixed up. <laughs> I said it. Shade. (laughs) All right. Y'all take care. We love you. We bid you adieu. Bye bye. Bye.